Welcome to the Courage Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Justine Wenzel, entrepreneur, glam girl, and karaoke enthusiast. For over 10 years, I've been teaching women how to become more courageous by pressing into fear so they can step into their purpose. Whether it's me at the microphone solo or I'm sharing the stage with incredible guests, I'm committed to bringing you the best while sharing the truth that will set us all free. Time to wake up and stop giving fear all the power. I'm bringing tangible tips for more peace and authenticity while simultaneously giving you an ab workout as we weave in comedic flair. So buckle up because it's time to live your best life. Hey, Courage Queen family. This is Justine coming to you on this snowy Monday. Just really thinking about today, God's mercy. And I felt very overwhelmed and not sure how to share kind of this idea and this message today because there's so many ways that I've seen in my personal life that I could do what's easy and popular rather than what's right. And I think that we come face to face with this in many different ways. But I want to talk today about how mercy can be your first concern. How do we show mercy to difficult people? And doesn't it just seem like now more than ever, the difficult people just make themselves known? And maybe you're even sitting there thinking, well, I don't even, it's everybody else. It's not me. And so I want to just <laughs> truthfully say that you could be, I could be the difficult person in someone's life. And how do we navigate that? How do we extend grace to those people? How do we just assume that people don't mean the worst? How do we overlook offenses so that we can have restoration in relationships? And I think it really takes courage to do this because there's a difference, again, between doing what's right and doing what's easy or popular. It means that we stick up for what's right. We stick up for our principles, but never at the expense of hurting other people. We tend to get more curious. We focus on curiosity as being the way that we can invite conversation in. Because at the end of the day, it's really the love that's going to strengthen relationships. You know, when we tend to come in a situation just having all the knowledge and all the facts, it tends to shut down conversation and what can be learned. And so how do we love difficult people? Well, first off, difficult people are everywhere in our lives. We live in a very broken world that seems to kind of be getting more broken and more divided by the day. You know, people are willing to do anything to get ahead, to take credit for other people's ideas. We see this in the workplace. We see um, how these situations have just exacerbated and created this tension between people. This passive aggressive type of nature that that is a unhealthy communication style that so many times we fall into and then we wonder why we can't get to the root of any problems. And if we look in God's word, we see that difficult people are exactly the people that we need to intentionally be moving towards. And that might sound kind of weird because you know, we've been a part of a culture where it's, it's, we've kind of communicated this idea of we become like the people that we hang around. Um, we don't want to be around toxic people or toxic traits. And we have to hang around those people that are going to help us level up. 
And I think a lot of that is true. But I think that when we look within God's word, we see that Moses, of all people, was no stranger to leading a group of difficult people. And you can see that if you're unfamiliar with it, even after rescuing them out of slavery and leading them safely from the Egyptians, the Israelites were not happy with him. And instead of being grateful for the new freedom that they had and the provision from God, they started moaning and groaning and grumbling about not having enough. And I think that we do this today. We overlook the things in our lives that we could be grateful for, the things that we have freedom in. And we look to the leadership. We complain to God. We complain to people. What's amazing to me about Moses is that he doesn't retaliate against this group of people and this difficult group of people that he's in front of. He doesn't even defend himself against any of these harsh accusations that he's facing. But instead, he does something that is, I would venture to say, unpopular and right. He demonstrated amazing humility and had incredible compassion over the people that he led and the people that he repeatedly interceded for. The message is that with God's grace that we can persevere. And so what do we do with difficult people? Well, we keep on loving them. We ask for grace not to run away, but to keep engaging in a meaningful and loving way. Like what's a way that you could reach out to this person in a meaningful and loving way? And sometimes I find in my own life, I have to go back to written card. There's people that, you know, maybe I'm not ready to have a conversation with or maybe I don't even want to have them as a part of my life anymore, but maybe even just thinking now, it's it's easy to cut a troublesome person out of your life, but when it's possible, how can we just be patient and loving with them? How can we show them mercy and kindness no matter how they've treated us in the past? And so I want to talk about some practical ways to do this, and I'm praying that God would allow you to look beyond your pride so that you can find ways to love difficult people in your lives and that God would bring those people to mind that maybe have hurt you, that you haven't forgiven. Believe me, it takes courage in this culture because it's so much easier to ghost someone, to not answer their message, to just completely drop them from the face of the earth. And I think we've made these mistakes so many times that we don't realize that when we do this, we then carry this heavy burden And we'd like to say that we've forgiven or let go, but to be honest, I've prayed for that a million times and I still struggle with that today. And my hunch is is that if I still struggle with that, I'm not the only one. So what are six practical ways that we can do this? So the first one is that we can pray for our own heart. You can ask God to soften your heart towards someone. And God's really been dealing with me lately with the anger piece and the irritability because I have not been operating in ways of kindness to help to understand or even meet them with compassion. And that's something that I'm allowing the evil nature of the world and the confusion of the world to put me in a place of anger. I've really been praying for my own heart that the Lord would break that. And so ask God to give you the words. Ask God to tell you what to do. 
whether you need to mend a relationship or whether you just need to go on healing. You can learn to forgive. You can do something right. You can do something unpopular. And then you can still move forward. You don't have to be best friends with somebody, but you can move forward. You don't have to get into lengthy uh, political debates, but you can just move forward in love. And you can just say, you know what? Like, I'm just going to clear the air. I don't have control over how they respond, but what I do have control over is what type of love and compassion that I can show them and meet them with. Number two is we're going to pray specifically for them. Now, God does ask us to play, pray for our enemies, um, but I think a lot of times we need to be not only praying again for our own hearts, which was number one, but we need to be praying for them, that it's going to be received in a way that draws unbelievers to God himself. We need to make sure that we are humbling ourselves and praying for other people that have wronged us, that we might still be mad at, that we might have some bitterness around, so that we can surrender those situations to the only person that can truly fix them anyway. Number three is we're going to try to move towards them and not away from them. And again, this is easier said than done. I've made I've made this mistake because it's the easy thing to do. It's just to stop talking to them, like delete them from your phone, um, unfollow them on social media. Like we've all done those things and we say that it's self-protection. And if we've left those situations to unforgiveness, we shouldn't be surprised if it feels like God's not answering our prayer. So we have this tendency to steer away from those people and have more of these strained relationships. But they are exactly the people that we need to intentionally be moving towards. Finding, like I said, unique ways to engage them and to meet them where they're at, to hear where they're coming from. Again, it sounds inconvenient. It sounds annoying. It sounds like a waste of time. But what we're able to accomplish in doing that is directly correlated to our relationship with God. Number four is we find specific ways to bless and encourage them. And like I said, whether this is a note of appreciation, maybe we buy them a book, we write them a letter or a text, and just if they're on your heart, it's for a reason. And I've always kind of tried to operate that way is trying to pray for people, even if I disagree, even if they wronged me, even if there's no way I feel like I could forgive them and I don't even want them a part of my life anymore. But finding specific ways to bless and encourage in the moment, even from afar. Number five is you're going to give them grace just, just as God extended that grace to you. Because God pours that out to us over the things that we do that are wrong and against his word every single day. I like to say 0% perfect, 100% forgiven when we just go to him. But getting to a point where you can let go and extend that grace is such a freeing feeling. And it just happened to me recently when I ran into somebody who I kind of had a falling out with like years ago. And I was just able to just transparently just say, I'm going to put this behind me. I'm just going to love you as you are. And I'm sorry for anything that I did in a place where I look back now and I realize that I was a very broken person in need of extreme healing and grace. And number six is realize that you too could be the difficult person in someone else's life. You might not realize it, but it could be someone close to you and it could be totally oblivious. You could be incredibly blinded to your own shortcomings and sins. When you're in a situation when you're on the brink of tears or you've received 
a harsh or critical email or a comment or you're confronted with an extended family member who drives you up the wall this holiday, stop and ask God for grace not to run away, but to keep engaging that hard-to-love person in the moment. And that he would be honored to find deeper satisfaction as you seek to love those types of people. I'm going to say transparently that God has kind of revealed to me that I'm in a letting go season. And I'm kind of in this waiting and holding pattern because I'm trying to find true meaning and I'm trying to grow deeper. And I have been on this journey of waiting for the fruit that's coming and seeing little breadcrumbs that the Lord has been leaving out for me as I continue to dig into what he has me to focus on. And maybe you were around for some of the beginning podcast episodes that I had where I shared that God really gave me the word focus. If that was meant to stand for fruit only comes upon surrender. And I finally feel like I'm finally at that place of surrender and it feels good. And so I want to just share um, this last thing with you. God calls us to be a branch because branches grow out of the vine. Attached to the vine, it lives and grows. And in time, it bears fruit. And it has no responsibility except to just receive. So remember that in order that you should bear more fruit, requires more Jesus in your life and in your heart. So we have to abide because the work of the heart is clinging to and resting in who Jesus is. So what is meant by absolute surrender? Well, I had to ask myself this the other day. And I wrote in my journal here, Lord, is there anything in me that according to your will that has not been ordered that I've not entirely given up, that I'm still clinging and holding on to, that I'm clenching my fist, that I'm showing anger about. And if you listen to my podcast um, a couple weeks ago where I was talking about what do I need to go back and heal, this was so much of the inner work that was worth it because God did not call you to be numb or to hide or to ignore. He calls us to take more of the narrow road to do the hard things, the inconvenient things, to love the difficult people, and to press into the inner work and seek him. I'm just praying and lifting it up today that you could do that for yourself, that no matter what season you're in right now, maybe the ways that you could improve in your relationships moving forward, because there's nothing worse than going into a holiday season in particular and being at odds or being at war with other people and feeling misunderstood, and feeling like you're holding a fence, ask yourself, are you patient and merciful towards other people in your life, or do you expect perfection? I've had to ask God if he would forgive me for all the times that I did things out of hatred, out of spite, negativity, hurt, malice, jealousy, dishonor, or pain. Because I felt guilt for how I had hurt people along the way when I was hurting. The lesson that I've had to learn over and over again that I've been tested in and that I can come to say with complete honesty is that God's way is always better. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you send it to a friend who could be encouraged? Or share it on social and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing the sweet sauce. For more episodes, check out and subscribe to Courage Queen Podcast, where we share fresh perspectives and stories for people who have the guts to be vulnerable and grow through what they go through. You can also join the conversation on Instagram at Courage Queen Pod. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up.